the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We have another hour of fun and frivolity, 602-508-0960. Let me talk about Kurtz Auto Repair, and we're going to get to our three callers. Kurtz is proud to be an independent, family-owned, and operated auto repair facility at I-17 and Bell Road, northeast corner. He has ASE Master Certified Technicians. He has been around a long time. He does both domestic and imports. And he opened his doors, like I said, in 1987. I've sent cars to him like I have all of their other best shops on my website, MarkSalem.com. And him, like the rest, they can fix your car. So if you're in that area of of I-17 and Bell, Kurtz Auto would be a good place to go if you don't already have a place that you love. Let's go to the phones, and we're going to go to Bob. Bob, thanks for holding through the break. How can I help you? Morning, Mark. The onboard computer on my 07 Malibu tells me I'm getting 33.8 miles per gallon, but when I figure it out with pad and pencil, I'm only getting 28.5. You know, your your car was born um, just a week after Fred Flintstone, <laughs> and, um, and I, I want to tell you, this is something that comes up a lot, but unfortunately, it's just an algorithm, and it's just a big guess. I don't have an answer for your problem, but I'll tell you what I would do. I would disconnect the battery cables both. I would touch the cables together, not the terminals, but the cables together. I would let it sit for 15, 20, 30 minutes, go inside, do whatever, put it all back together, reset your clock, and see what happens. So we're going to reset. We're going to reboot. But... It's not uncommon. My truck every once in a while give me some stupid reading like 40 miles to the gallon and it's a one-ton truck. I know this thing's 15 to 17 miles per gallon and every once in a while for whatever reason. So I don't have an answer for you and I'll tell you something else. I don't have a fix for you either and my suggestion is is don't worry about it because it may or may not be related to a repair down the road. So all of a sudden you're dropping the speedometer or the speedometer is given a bad signal, and you'd normally see that in your instrument panel, but if not, then obviously that can cause it. So you call back and say, hey, Mark, the speedometer gear and the transmission was half-stripped. They put that in there, and now my, my fuel economy uh, reading is back to normal. So really and truly, Bob, don't, don't do anything on this. Just uh, This isn't a safety issue. Um, you could spend a whole lot of money guessing. And so here, let me change your question. Mark, have you ever fixed something like this? And the answer is no. The answer is no. So somebody's going to be guessing. They're going to be guessing with your money. Thanks. All righty. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you very much. All righty. Um, Adam, Adam, you're next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. 
I got a question about a 2018 Toyota Tundra. I want to flush the transmission fluid out like I have in my other trucks where I took the line off the radiator, stuck it in the bucket, and dumped it in, turned the truck on, and watched it all go through the system. But I don't have a um, dipstick on my Tundra. It's a sealed transmission. So what are my options? Well, you, you have to find the procedure to find out when it's full, and that's not really how we flush it. Um, we have machines that we hook to both lines, and so we're pushing new in, and then we're flushing old out. So we're actually using fresh to flush out old, and it takes two or three extra quarts in order to do it that way. But there is a procedure to determine when your transmission is full. Sometimes you might have to remove fluid, but not often, and other times you might have to add fluid. But just find the procedure on finding out when your truck is full. But with your, you're running it dry, and I'm not running it dry when I'm feeding new into the suck line and on the poop line I'm given old it's a big difference there so um, mm -hmm. I'm scared that if you let it run too long and it's sucking air that you might have a problem that would be related to that but in reality it's not going to happen and it's slim and none so why not just ask somebody have you ever had it how many miles are on it it's 50,000. It's never been serviced, but I, I just like to remove the fluid at 50 because of the heat. I know it's, it probably lasts for 100,000, but um, it's a I synthetic just like to keep fluid. clean fluid in it, you know? <laughs> yeah. know. It's Is there any difference in the synthetic? Oh, heck yes. First of all, you can change the fluid every day for that transmission. It's not going to love you anymore. And if that transmission is going to fail at 141,000 miles, it's going to fail whether it has new transmission in it every mile since then. It's not going to make any difference. A synthetic fluid oxidation, that's when the oil turns to a solid, black solid. A synthetic fluid has a much higher oxidation point. You can take it up to 500 degrees, and it's not going to oxidize, and it will still provide lubrication. The problem is the rest of the transmission can't handle 500 degrees. So even though the fluid will protect you, the rest of the transmission is going to go to heaven. So, But it, a synthetic is better, and you're changing yours when it's a synthetic still has a lot of life left in it. So I know that you want to work yeah. on your car, but why don't we do something other than that? Just figure out something else else to do that benefits it. You know, rotate the <laughs> tires. Um, how about we, uh, you know, take the big mirrors off and put smaller mirrors for better fuel economy? Why don't we have the windows tinted? That kind of stuff. You know, you're and you're welcome to do what you want to do. But I'm just look at I'm even though I'm a cowboy, I'm a nature lover and I'm an environmentalist. And I'm going to write your name down as Adam with the 18 Tundra that is wasting natural natural resources. <laughs> and he's depriving my family um, good transmission fluid because he's taken more than he deserves. And, of course, I'm kidding you. So, is, uh, is, I, is, is transmission fluid basically hydraulic fluid? I mean, when I, when I dump hydraulic fluid in a tractor, it doesn't care what I put in it. Is yeah. hydraulic and transmission <laughs> fluid about the same thing? Um, uh, shh, yes, no. somewhat, yes, somewhat. 
we don't want to give people, yeah. this is not a question you ask in public, we don't want to give people the idea that they can interchange the two because they do have different properties. But the answer is, is transmission fluid is made for clutches and made for heat and made for cold. Yes, putting a hydraulic fluid from your tractor into your transmission is not a good idea, although they both have the same kind of um, job. So I, yeah. I, I, okay. I want to leave that alone. And you know what? On that Tundra, um, you could probably go ahead and lift it, put some big tires on it, and then have a tractor pull with your tractor. Yeah. You know? See what happens. Yeah. I don't take it off-road, man. <laughs> okay, okay. No off-road. <laughs> All righty. I'm going to go, but thank you very much. Thank you very much. Larry, you're up next. How can I help you? I love your show, by the way. Uh, first time I heard it today. Oh, Are well, you thank on you. Saturdays only? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My okay. wife would kill me if I did more. Saturdays, ten to twelve, every Saturday, okay. uh, fifty-one weeks a year, and that covers one week I want off because somebody invited wow. me somewhere. Okay, you should take two two weeks off. I know, I okay. know. My wife says um, that. <laughs> here's my problem. I have a 2016 Toyota Corolla. Um, it's a good car, except I have 116,000 miles on it right now. And I do a lot of driving and I do a lot of idling. And my, I have two problems with my car right now. Uh, one of them, a major fuel problem, uh, engine light comes on. And, uh, I, if I stop the car, then, well, of course, the engine light's off right now. You know, check engine light. Um, it's off now. It comes off and on for the past week and I was going to get fixed, but I, I got really depressed and I didn't want to do anything. So. Anyone to take it to the shop and spend the money? Um, um, a little short of cash right now, anyway. So um, the engine light's off, but when I take the gas cap off, I turn the car off and take the gas cap off. You can hear the um, if 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 the engine's running, um, you can hear gurgling like water, uh, like gas, like water, you know, going down a river right. or something. And then if the engine's off. Uh, I put gas in it. It won't start right away. It cranks for about 15 seconds before it starts, and then it'll stall, and then it'll crank again, and it'll stall, and then it'll finally uh, run. And uh, okay, okay, had, okay, uh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it we'll we'll. Um, do you stuff the gas tank, or do, no? Let me change it. Does your wife stuff the gas tank? Um, no. Okay. Well, stuff in the gas tank is is click, 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 click on the gun. You're describing a, you're describing a situation where we're overfilling the gas tank and we're running fluid through the evaporative system where we're supposed to suck the fumes off the tank and burn them through the engine, but we filled the tank too full and we're running raw fluid forward and it takes forever. And if you take a look in your rearview mirror when it finally does start, there's going to be a puff of black smoke. If that's the case, and then when you take the cap off and the key's in your pocket, sometimes you hear a hiss, that's normal, okay? That's normal. So in your in this particular case, now the check engine light is yellow for a reason, and that's caution. If it's got a red light, it means stop. But a check engine light is caution, so you can afford to wait for that. But the the real issue is is it takes a while to start, only in, and it's related to the fueling part of it. And there's a good chance that you. And now, if the if you're overfuel, if you're stuffing the tank, and then we have the evaporative system go down, and we're running really rich after you start it up, then if you stop flushing the tank or pumping the tank too full, then after a while the check engine light, if it's related, will stop going on, and you fixed it just by changing your habits. 
Right. So also, that, one other thing. Okay. Well, what happened was I took the uh, battery cables off about three times uh, in, in a week because I had a little bit of electrical problem that I wanted to fix on the battery and, and alternator, and I had to um, tighten up the alternator belt. And um, I replaced the alternator. And uh, when I did that, it reset the factory settings, and the range said 377 miles per tank. And normally, it always says 253, the way I drive the car. And and that's when the engine light, the, I mean, the uh, check engine light came on, started okay. coming off and on. Okay. That, on that on. one, ha no, no, we're not going to work on those two together. One has nothing to do with the other. And when you boot the computer and you take the cables off like you did, we start over. So the computer's going to say 3.30 until it it gets some history. After it sees you run through two or three tanks of fuel and after it sees how fast you're going and how you start and all that kind of stuff, then it will adjust that. So I'm not worried about that. If you want to worry about it, you can, but I'm not going to worry about that. I think the biggest problem you got is that one, you got an engine code. And the engine code isn't going to tell you what's wrong. It just tells you what state the problem's in. So, but if, um, my advice is still the same. If you're flat. Uh, well, it says it's running lean by the code. Okay. All right. Well, running lean can be a lot of things. An EGR stuck open, the O2 sensor's stuck lean, um, the uh, fuel pressure regulator's wide open. We'll be back in just a minute. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. You've heard all the lies about President Trump, but the truth is he's the most effective conservative president America has had in decades, and every lie they spread about him is targeting you. This is Kurt Schlichter, and my new book is called The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. My book debunks the lies and reminds us why we need Trump and his will to fight and win against the left. It's the most important book of the year, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You, by me, Kurt Schlichter. Get it at Amazon or wherever books are sold. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like nowhere was safe. 
My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me and to serve my country. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I am proud to be a member. I am proud to protect our Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Patriot app tip number six. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot app news feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. 20 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, let me tell you about uh, Strictly Diesel Service and Repair up at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate's been on my radar screen for many, many years. He has shown me time and time and time again that he has two important traits when it comes to working on cars. He's honest, actually three. He's dependable, and he really knows diesels. So if you've got a diesel problem, Ford, Chevy, Dodge, whatever, light duty, and and so this is foreign and domestic light duty trucks compared to the big trucks, the semis, then I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, strictly diesel service and repair, open Monday through Friday, and they sell parts 24 hours a day on, online at their website. He's good. Symptoms. Remember, we tell him symptoms, and then we ask him for an estimate based on our symptoms. What's it going to cost you to find it? The best you can hope for, it's $125 to find it, and then he calls back and says it's a dollar to fix it because it was a bad connection, it was a line that came off or something like that. So Nate's good. Strictly diesel service and repair. Let's go to the phones. Ken, good morning. Thank you for holding. Hi, Mark. Great show. Love, love you every Saturday morning. Thank I you. Question, I have a question regarding shops. I live out in Surprise. Several years ago, I used Thunderbird Auto, uh, Bought it, then bought a new car, got three years of pre-service. That has now run out. And I noticed that T-Bird is no longer on the list. Um, what happened? And if not them, who out here in Surprise? Okay. All right. Tom Fletcher and I were friends for more than 20 years, and Tom retired, and he sold his two facilities. He sold the first facility on the Thunderbird Road. He sold it to his lead technician. He, he the, the shop can't stay on my list because I need five years of experience for the shop owner to have. So the person that Tom sold his shop to, his lead tech, has to wait that long. I've had no complaints about that Thunderbird Auto at on Thunderbird you're talking about. You are certainly free to use that shop, and I would suggest that and S&S Tire would be your two places in Surprise that would be able to handle your maintenance for you. S&S Tire can do regular maintenance? Yes, sir. They can do oil changes and cooling system flushes, that kind of stuff. They do tires, obviously, and brakes, but they do general repair and general maintenance as well. But they're a tire store, but they're very good at what they do, but they also do maintenance and repair. 
Okay. Thank you very much, sir. Oh, you betcha. Thank you very much. Okay, 602-508-0960. Water lines are wide open, so now if you want to call in, it's uh, five lines and they're open. Gil, I can hear him snoring, but he will wake up when the phone rings. And he's also the one that keeps me on track and keeps me on time and all that other kind of stuff. I have a confession to make, Walt. Walt, you called in, and um, I told you, you told me, I think you were at 19th Avenue and Baseline, and I told you I didn't have anybody north of the river. Well, I've, I want to reconsider that. And then I, I, re, I directed you to my shop on I-10 and Warner Road, and it's my name is Salem, and then that's the name of our shop. Um, north of the river in your area is 25th Street Auto and Martin's Auto Repair. Now, they're on the street side of Central Avenue, but they're probably shorter distance than I am. So remember, Martin's Auto and 25th Street Auto. Martin's Auto is run by Dave Martin, and his father was a friend of mine back in the 70s, Dennis. He's still around, but he's retired and turned it over to David. 25th Street Auto is run by Billy. And Billy is really good at what he does. He knows how to run a shop. He's honest and dependable. So, Walt, if you're listening, um, Martin's Auto or 25th Street Auto, either one of those guys could help you out with your particular problem. When it comes to to civic duty, may I ask that you just simply vote this election? I don't care who you vote for. I'm just asking you to vote. Let's all do our part to vote and um, you have no idea how important that is to to the system. And so I would prompt you, uh, and like I said, I don't care what party you're in, just vote. Let's get a good representation of all the people in the United States, and let's all do our part to vote. Plus, when you vote, you have all the local contests and all the state and representatives and senators and all that other kind of stuff. So you should have a hand in that. You don't have to tell anybody how you voted. So if the person you voted for turns out to be, uh, there's no other way to say it, they're a turd, <laughs> then no one's going to know you voted for him unless you tell somebody. But most of the time, um, the general electorate fic, you know, ends up election electing the, the best man or woman. I'm not supposed to do tall politics, but I'll tell you this much. I've been around the block more than once, and to be perfectly honest with you, most of the time when there's a male and a female, um, and I don't know either one of them, I normally both vote the female because I think it takes a heck of a lot more money to buy the female's integrity than it does most of my friends. So I've worded that very carefully. <laughs> And I'm not saying all the men in the world or anything. Most of my friends. So um, I, I want to, to pass that on. It's really important that when you're told that you need car repair work, especially if it has to do with something that starts or has the word flush in it. it as far as I'm concerned, those are used to flush your wallet. That's what they're good for. But here's the here's the question man or woman or whoever so i say 
Mr. Salem, uh, we looked your car over. We changed your oil as you as you requested. But really and truly, um, I think I can improve the por- your performance in your fuel economy um, because I, I you just really need to have your injectors flushed. And while we're there, we're going to inject we're going to flush your f- um, fuel pressure regulator, and we're going to clean up the back of your valves, and we're going to do all this other kind of stuff. And yes, that's one hundred ninety nine dollars, but uh, it's really going to be worth it. And that's something I think you would benefit from. And you say, well, thank you for that, Taylor. Um, Let me ask you a question. What symptoms do I presently have that you're going to fix with this flush? And I want to tell you something. that, That question is just a killer. That question is so tough to answer for two reasons. Number one, the person in front of you typically is a service rider, and they're not real technical. So if they start babbling, then you'll know that's babbling. They don't know what they're talking about. Number two, the technician told them they needed it, and they didn't ask the technician that symptom issue. So my suggestion to you is, is the default is, why don't you write down exactly what I need and staple your business card to my copy of the receipt, and I will consider your suggestion. Most of the time that will never happen because the suggestion has no merit. So even if 50% of the time that written document along with the stapled business card won't happen, 50% of the time is the conclusion you can draw is it wasn't needed. So self-defense for car expense, that's what I'm all about. And even though I've been in the business for a very long time since... I started in a gas station in 1968, and I opened my first garage in 1979. I can tell you, yeah, I'm in that industry, and I do know that there's a small percentage of shops out there that play by different rules than the rest of us do. So self-defense for car expense has everything to do with giving you information that helps you defend yourself from the people in our industry that are really only working to flush your wallet. They just want you to spend a bunch of money for services that may take 15 to 20 to 30 minutes that are very, very lucrative, very profitable, and no risk at all. Otherwise, no one's going to come back and say, you flushed my injectors in the back of my valves and it didn't do anything for me. No one does that. And then the response might very well be, well, you have no idea if we cleaned up the back of your valves because there's no way to know that. But I assure you, that we clean the back of your valves. Huh. But I still don't have any symptoms and you haven't fixed anything. So I would like you to reconsider that charge. Now, re- that's a nice way to say I'd like a refund. It's, that, that it's at this point that you'll figure out if that shop really has your best interest at heart. Because most of our front counter staff has the ability to make you happy. But it's a tough call. We'll be back. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half-Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half-off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. (gasps) Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom. I'm Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, Let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All about that day you know, when it comes to car repair shops in the Valley, I would love to have one on every corner or maybe a shop every mile. But unfortunately, most of the people that apply um, are simply missing an important part of my checklist. That doesn't mean they're bad. Maybe they haven't been in business five years. I don't know. But Thompson's Auto Repair is the only shop in Mesa that I can tell you with with total certainty that you'll be happy. 
Brian and Thelma have families that date back to the 60s and the 70s. Both of their families have been in the gasoline retail sales as well as car repair. They both come from families that know the difference from right and wrong. So they're on Main Street just east of Stapley, been around a very long time. I think they opened that shop in 1970. So if you're in Mesa, it might be an extra mile drive, but Thompson's Auto Repair on Main Street just east of Stapley is a great place to start your look. Lenny, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Thanks for the call. Okay. I have an O2 Buick LeSabre, and I have a driver's information center on there to get, you, to get things like, like engine, engine, engine temperature, oil pressure, and so forth. But when I hit the one for battery, it comes out at 14.4 volts. Isn't that awful high? Is that dangerous? Could that burn up something there in my, my car with that high 14.4 volts? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. nope. Here, let me explain. A 12-volt battery is fully charged at 13, so let's move that 12 to 13. The alternator is going to enhance that. It's not uncommon for us to have 13.8 to 14.5. It's just okay. not uncommon. Now, what I'd want to do is I would want you to ask your shop the next time you have an oil change, can you just put a voltmeter on it? And I'm going to go to my driver's information center, and you just stick a voltmeter on my battery, and let's see if they're both the same. Okay. So what happens if they're at 14.1 and you're at 14.5? Well, somewhere along the line, we, and who cares? I mean, I, I wouldn't spend a dime on that. And, right. and, and, I'm not, and then I'd look at the top of the battery, and you see if you overcharge a battery, it almost always gasses. So there's going to be this splattering of, of liquid all over the top of the battery as if somebody sneezed on it five times. And so yeah. you touch that, and you leave it on your finger for a little while. It starts to burn. You put your fingers underneath the water. You rinse it off. That's battery acid. Another thing you haven't said anything about is if you said to me, intermittently the headlights go bright and dim, then that's a bad ground. And a bad ground will cause an overcharging system. And so watch for that symptom. So uh, that's not something I'd really worry about. But you can go buy a, a digital voltometer or just an analog voltometer from, from Walmart, and you can sure. do your own test. So what we want to do is we want to start the car, hold the idle up for about a minute, get out, make sure we don't have any accessories on, and then just touch the positive and negative to your voltmeter. And like I said, if there's a difference between the two, the one that's at the battery is, is just more um, correct than the one on your driver information center. That's not something I'd spend any money on. If you brought that car to me, I wouldn't let you spend any money on that because you don't have any of the – you're right, an overcharge condition could occur, but there's lots of symptoms that you left out. So I was thinking there's a, volt, a voltage regulator that regulates it to be a – the voltage, does that come into play, a voltage regulator? Yes, it could very well be a voltage regulator, but there's no problem right now to fix. Okay. So if my truck, and I, I know my truck's going to run 14.5, so I, okay. I'm, I, I don't care, and I, I want to give you comfort. And you didn't say that you burn out any light bulbs. You didn't say that you have the acid smell. You didn't say that, that, I mean, all the things I want to see and hear, you didn't say. So at this particular point, I'm 99% sure you're okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for taking my. You and bet. stay safe out there. Stay safe okay. out there. 
I I am I am I I'm not I, I'm ten I'm ten feet from my wife I'm telling you I'm ten feet from my horses I'm ten feet for um, from some of the cowboys around me um, when I when I uh, actually I, I I just put the whole paper bag over my head and cut eye holes because I figure there's no way they're going to be able to get past the paper bag. And and with eye holes, but the only problem is, is I got kicked out of Walmart. They wouldn't let me come in with the paper bag over my head because they said that it might scare people. But yeah, I think the paper bag is better than the mask. Besides, they can't see you in it with a mask. They can't see a smile anyway. So if I have a paper bag, they don't know if I'm smiling or not. So anyway, it's not a good idea to follow Mark Salem because oftentimes I'm way out there in left field. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and we'll be back right after this. If you're in debt to the IRS, there's good news. Optima Tax Relief can help you resolve your tax debt right from the safety of your own home. Optima's award-winning team works with you online and over the phone, so you don't have to leave the comfort of your home to put your tax problems to rest. Optima's A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau and standing by, ready to help you today. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-960-1575. 800-960-1575. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Most Friday nights, I can be found in the bed of my truck. Welcome back, everybody. 40 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, and we're going to go till noon. So if you want to call in, now's the time, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Every Saturday from 10 to noon, we're here talking about cars. You're welcome to join us anytime you want. I'm really good at settling arguments between husbands and wives. I'm a good marriage counselor. I'm also a, uh, if you want to have your son or your daughter call me and they're interested in a uh, in a a career in our industry, I can Depends on what you tell me. I can either talk about it or talk them into it. So it's really up to you. Speaking of our industry, Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good place. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around a long time. And Phil does a good job. He's on Washington and 40th Street on the north side of the road. He's been around since 1968. And Phil got his start when Automatic Transmissions came out. So he understands the fundamentals of Automatic Transmissions. And we used to control the shifts with a cable or with vacuum. Today, we use electronics to shift your car, but we still shift your car. So Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good guy for you to take a look at. Anyway, have we got a caller? Brian, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. How can I help you? Ran into a little bit of a problem uh with uh at a shop um in the availability of a part i have okay. a 2000 uh, lexus gs 400 and i've owned it for about a year i it was coding for a shift solenoid c okay so i took it to a transmission shop over off cave creek that i've used before and the one time i used them had good results but this time was a little bit different. Uh, had to take it a couple times to them. Uh, they seemed like they had a hard time finding the correct part for it. Yeah. Now the uh, last time, the last time they took it apart, they actually had both parts: the part they ordered and the part that they took out from my car. And it, it looked 
identical, except there was a small cylindrical, the guy called it a, a snout coming out okay. of it. And the original, the, the new part, it barely came out of the solenoid. And the original part for my car was a little bit longer. Okay. He said that he checked with his supplier who checked with his supplier. And good luck trying to find that part. Okay. Um, well, first of all, you shouldn't be involved in this. This is his. So if you want to speed him up, you say, look at. Um, if you're convinced that this is the problem and you're going to repair it, then go ahead. If you don't repair it and I end up with the same symptoms, then I'm going to come back. And you'll have two choices. Give me all my money back or fix it right. So this is not your problem. Let me tell you what I'm thinking, though. I'm thinking the reason he can't find the first part number is because it's been superseded by another number, which happens all the time. So if you want to get involved, which I think is a bad idea, then get your VIN number out and call a couple of dealers and ask them about this solenoid, and you better know what transmission you have, but the VIN will tell them that too. And then you ask sure. them about this particular shift solenoid and ask them what the part number is and just tell them I'm having a problem with my shop and I'm unclear about the availability of this. Now, it could very well be, I'm guessing, I'm going to say it again, I'm guessing, it could very well be that they've already put that solenoid in and didn't fix your problem. So they're trying to buy some time by fibbing to you so that they have the car in again and they hopefully can do a better job. I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I want to tell you this is not your problem. It's true that we're having problems getting car parts because a lot of the production lines have just shut down. So it's not uncommon. Well, in my time, I've never seen this happen. But then again, I've never been involved in a pandemic like we have right now. But there's sure. a lot of people out there that are having a tough time getting parts, computer parts and car parts and dryer parts and for their washer and dryer and that kind of stuff. But this is theirs. So if they're sure that this is the part, and it could be the superseded part number, and it may be a physically different, but that's their choice. Either they give you all your money back and, and put you back the way they found you, or you politely say, make a decision, and let's see how it works. That's well, that, that's where I'm at, Mark, is I just had them put it back together because I kind of lost confidence uh, in them being able to help me with my problem. Did they charge you anything? Uh, well, I did ask them to to do a uh, transmission service, and uh, which they did, but tried to charge me without fixing my original problem. So they actually walked that back and didn't charge me. Okay, that's after a good, the diagnostic. Okay, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah. I think that that's an honorable sign. Basically, they're saying, um, we took your car a little longer than we should have, and we're going to compensate you by no charge in the, the transmission service. Now, I want to tell you, in my early days, there were times I got into this problem, and in my early days, um, I, I didn't know how to say, we need a fresh pair of eyes on this. That's all there is to right. it. We need a fresh pair of eyes on this. So, and well, um, th that would probably be my next question is, um, I'm done with that shop. Um, who would be, is, is the, can a, a regular shop do it or do, uh, the transmission shop is the best way to go? And who would you recommend? Well, uh, two things. Have you got a code? 
I do, do have a code. Okay, and do you have a drivability shift problem? Or do you just have a code and no drivability problems? Or have you got a code and a drivability problem? Well, it it does seem uh, that going maybe from second into third, I feel, I can't explain it, but I feel a little something. Okay. I don't want to be the guy that works on that. I mean, let's wait till it gets worse and easier to find. I, I don't, I, and I, I really think in, it's in your best interest. Here's what I will offer you. I want you to manually yeah. shift it for a couple of days. Just, okay. You take control of it first, second, third, fourth, and then overdrive. And I want to know if it changes it because you manually, and then I want you to shift it early from first to second, and then I want you to hold it out till she's screaming and then go to second. So I want you to take control of the shift pattern, and then let's see what the deal is. But that's a scary thing when you have a, a, a symptom that the customer is concerned about, but it doesn't appear in your maintenance manual, and it does. It's you get on, you know, some of the the websites that are specific to guys like me, and you throw it out there and say, "Hey, has anybody seen, you know, the an, uh, a a two thousand um, GS four hundred Lexus?" Because I did write it down. That's why I'm hesitating. <laughs> And it's got a a different shift in the in the one to two or the two to three. Have you guys ever fixed that? Nobody's going to answer because it's just it's it's just too wide open. Has anybody ever seen the windshield wipers change speeds from low to high? Sometimes they just seem to flap in the middle. That's right. wait till it gets worse. You, you're far. How many miles are on this thing? Um, right now about one hundred ninety-seven thousand. Okay. Has it ever had a transmission since then? Is that the I original? I don't believe. I don't. I just had it for a year. I don't believe so. Okay. Well, let me put this in perspective for you. This transmission has been around the equator four times or eight times. The equator's twenty five thousand. What's well, twenty four thousand eight hundred eighty eight miles? But if you let me round it off to twenty five, this thing's been sure. around the the girth of the Earth eight times. Let's not lose sight of that. So there's a lot of us that don't want to work on this very, very old horse, this very, very old man like me. We don't want to work on that for fear that we end up with a bad transmission. You came in with a sloppy, you know, one-two shift, and then all of a sudden it needs a tranny. So that kind of bodes well, doesn't bode well for us. So in your particular, and besides that, if you got road service, you got towings behind you, and it wouldn't sure. hurt you to drive it till the symptoms become more predominant so you know that's what i would do if i were you okay okay and then uh could you can you do you have a transmission uh shop you could uh tell me about in central phoenix yeah automatic transmission exchange ate is the acronym automatic transmission exchange but you said you were up on cave creek and you might call blackwell over at 40th street and uh green greenway and tell him Mark Salem said he doesn't have a prayer in hell of fixing this, but does he want to look at it? And that'll wind up his, <laughs> that'll wind up his panties. And uh, and, okay. and that's kind of like throwing the gauntlet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, but I tell you right now what he's going to do. Tom and I are the best of friends. We're both on. Yeah. We're both on cusses. I think both of us. He's going to want to drive it. And if he drives yeah. it and he says what I said, then you got. I didn't get to drive it, but if he drives it, I'm going to hang my hat with him. 
So I'm yeah. scared. My I'm scared. You're going to spend a bunch of money on this, and then and then five thousand miles from now, this this transmission is going to heaven. I, I I'm yeah. just. If you said to me, what's the life expectancy of a, most of the automatic transmissions in all the cars today? Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Toyota, and Honda. Those are the big five dogs right there. And my answer is, is very few of them are going to go past 150. So you're already in the 200 mark. So yep. anyway, Brian, good luck to you, buddy. Thank you very much. When it comes to, oh, we have another caller. Who might that be? That would be Eddie. Eddie, good morning. Yes, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I have a 83 Chrysler, Fifth Avenue, okay. and I have play in the steering wheel. I was wondering if it's good to try to um, adjust it, the I'm steering sure. box. Um, I, I bet it doesn't have a steering box. I bet this is a rack and pinion. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. I've been wrong well, before. It's, 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 um, it's rear-wheel drive. It's not front-wheel drive. It's an 83 okay. V8 engine. Okay. So it was automatic transmission. All right. This is what most of us gray-haired guys would do. We would bring the car into the bay, and we would have somebody just grab the steering wheel with the engine running, and we would move his hand from 12 o'clock to 12.30, back to 12, to 11.30, back to 12. Otherwise, we're going to just move the steering wheel three widths of the hand. We're going to look underneath. Underneath, we're going to find some joint that's sloppy. Tie rod in, inner tie rod in, uh, drag link, uh, pitman arm, or it even might be in the steering box. If it is the steering box, there is an adjustment for it. If you yeah. get it too tight, you got to steer it all the time. And Eddie's going to go back to the shop and said, you fixed it, but I don't like how it drives. <laughs> and so the guy's going to go, okay, I'll take a half a turn off my adjustment. But the play, you're assuming the play's in the steering box, and I'll tell you how to find out. Have your wife pop the hood and have your wife start the car up and just move the steering wheel left and right, two inches left, two inches right. You look at the steering box. The steering shaft comes in to one and it'll be moving but the pitman or the drag or the pitman arm at the bottom of the steering box moves so you tell her don't turn the steering wheel more than two inches to the left and two inches to the right you put your right hand on the steering shaft and your left hand on the pitman arm and you close your eyes and she does that if they both move in complete synchronization it's not the steering box if they don't move in synchronization you might be able to adjust it. Now, sometimes, if if you're not good about putting your hands down there, just look at both of them. Just look at them. That's what we do. You're going to spend $25, $35 diagnostic to have somebody do that, but he's going to be a, a good guy, and he's going to know what he's doing. And, he, and then if that's not it, and, and, and Eddie's wrong about this being a, a steering box, then I'm going to go ahead and find it. I'll find it, and then I'll I'll give you a bid for it. So that's yeah. to, on a one to ten scale, Eddie. This is a two. This is a two to find it. This is a two. So do you have a shop that you like? Well, no, I not really. Okay. Not really where I'm at. What I'm what in part Sun of, City? Okay. Well, then I'd go by Sun City Auto. Tell Derek that Mark Salem said that you would look at the play in your front end. Would you look where at the play? Located? Um, they're on, hold on just a minute, because I just talked about them a minute ago. Um, but I also talked about a lot of other places, too. They're on, um, hold on a minute, uh, north side of Grand, 99th Avenue. 
north side of Grand 99th Avenue. Now, uh, another thing you can do, this is a little safer. Put your wife in the car, start it up, and turn your steering wheel left and right two inches. Two inches left, two inches right. Are you with me so far? Yeah. Okay. Then I want you to put your hand on one of the front tires and watch her steering wheel with your eyes. And as she moves the steering wheel left and right, two inches left, two inches right, that tire should move in complete synchronization. So let's pretend the driver's side tire works perfectly. But you go to the passenger side tire, and she'll move the steering wheel back and forth, and there's no, there's a delay. So right. it, it, it doesn't move incomplete. So your eyes are telling you one thing. You're watching the steering wheel, but your hands are telling you something else. Now, I'm yeah. going to charge you $217 to do that. you got to jack it up off the ground, right? No, 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 no. No? No. Oh. Just put your right hand on the steering. Uh, let's talk about the passenger side. Put your right hand yeah. on the tire and look at the steering wheel while she shifts the steering wheel back and forth. I need both front tires to move in complete synchronization of that steering wheel. Okay. Okay? Uh, that's something I didn't know. Yeah, that's so how we do it. I try that. Yeah. Please. I, now, you call me back next week and tell me what happened, would you please? Okay, sure. Okay. All right. Thanks, Mark. Th thank you, Eddie. You Bye. bet. This it's... was a paid program. Continue, Mark. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm having a problem, and it's all my problem because we're off somewhere in the time. But I know my time's right and the station's wrong, or it's the other way around. But they just want me to keep talking, <laughs> so I'll do that. Car repair is difficult. I think I've given you some tips to determine whether the shop you're in is doing a good job. And if you'll email me the name of your shop, I'm going to say two things. Number one, it's a shop I would send my mother to. I know the owner. I like the shop. Or number two, my mother used to say, if you don't have anything nice, then don't say anything. So I'm of that same opinion. Now, there's lots of shops out there that I don't know about, and I'll tell you that. I, I can't possibly know every shop in town. But I graduated from Tempe High School a long, long time ago. I've been a master technician, an ASE master technician, for more than 25 years. And so I'm no spring chicken, and I wasn't born yesterday. And I am really, really good at the 60s and the 70 cars. 80s, we went into something different, and 90s was a whole new animal. And then, of course, today's it, it, computer cars. But if you understand the fundamentals, and if you understand how we accomplish our goals, then you can fix cars. One quick example. We use electronics on the new cars, and I want you to think about 5 volts. 1 volt, 2 volt, 3 volt, 4 volt, 5 volt. It's this. It's not this simple, but it's easy to explain. One, the car is stopped. Five, the throttle is on the floor and the car is going really fast. So one is low and five is high. RPMs, one is low, five is high. Speed, one is low, five is high. Airflow, one is, one is low, five is high. Really and truly, as long as you understand what the computer is seeing, then it's going to be a little easier to fix it. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Mark at MarkSalem.com. Give me your phone number so I can call you.